Ladies and gentlemen, they call it the Sunshine State, but it's never been brighter than it is tonight. We are here, we are in Florida, and it is Mr. Oscar 2021. Welcome, my name is... My name is Chris, and I'll be one of your co-hosts for the evening, a star-studded evening, handing out these beautiful Han Solos. Here are my two other co-hosts. Hey, it's the man with the beard who's ready to get weird. It's Tud. And will you guys hand me my, my sunglasses? It's so bright from all of these stars in the sunshine state. It's Obert. I mean, the sun technically is a, is a star, so it works, okay? It does work. <laughs> Welcome, Mr. Oscar 2021. Oh, man. We look forward to it all year. The, how was, uh, how was the, the red carpet walk for y'all? I, we got separated around around mile twenty, so yeah, I'm like six beers deep from the walk, and uh, my feet are aching. But uh, we made it. We made it to the end with the Bucks. They're all here. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, except for Tom. 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 Tom was not allowed. It was. It was quite the ordeal. Um, as discussed on the pregame. If you're not a patron. Subscriber, head on over to Patreon and subscribe so you can hear the pregame. But as we disclosed in the pregame, the uh, the horse the horse didn't make it. Uh, he had to stop halfway through, and um, I think he's just sleeping. I mean, he's been kind of laying there for a little bit, but I think he's just resting. He'll, he's he'll just, be good. He's to, just resting, just a rest. Yeah, he'll be good to go. Yeah, soon. we we let the Tampa Buccaneers offensive line take the load from him. So now. Uh, Carrying all those Han Solo's life size, of course, that we are of course. so eager to award to the winners tonight. It's a, it's our favorite time of year. It really is. It really is. I'm actually I'm already looking forward to Mr. Oscar 2022. Like that's how that's how excited I am for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they say, uh, you know, you hear it, you hear it, you know, sit back, enjoy it. Because it goes by so fast. It only mm-hmm. happens, you know. Um, th- you normally take lots of pictures. Take lots of pictures. Enjoy your food. Enjoy your cake. You know, the, yep. they, people think that that was originally said about a wedding. But actually, um, it was talked. It was Mr. Oscar. Mr. Oscar. That's what, that's what it came from. And, I mean, uh, I, 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 do we want to disclose that we've been in talks to, to, to change, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year to, to, to our song for this episode or for this event? Um, I mean, I don't know. Well, there's so many, so much litigation going on with that, but we're not talking about that. You know, we're talking about, we're talking about just like <clears throat> a star studded event. Han Solo's everywhere. All the stars. All of the stars, including the sun. <laughs> Every single star. Uh, it's, we, had to, we had to clone Harrison Ford a dozen times for this event. It is crazy. Yes. We would just clone him and they, he would, he would, we had to start. We had, we had to start 30 years ago. Exactly. <laughs> we, we cloned Harrison Ford a bunch of times, raised him up just to freeze him in carbonite, just for the people here. So, Hey, quick question um, about asking if you feel old. Uh, do you guys feel old thinking about the fact that you're probably older than Harrison Ford was when he was first in Star Wars? I, I was actually just thinking, I was like, how old was he when he was in Star Wars? He was probably like 20. Didn't think about that. Now I feel old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's. It, I mean, I feel old constantly, just all the time. I'm constantly reminded by how old I am. But now, yeah, for real, it's like I could have been Star Wars. Well, you do hang around with with people who are like one thirtieth of your age. 
all the time. So. <laughs> and you know what? That'll uh, make you feel old. Yeah, and and you know, there and there's the people. The, there's some of the people I like the most in the world are these, <laughs> these 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 youngins that are one uh, thirtieth and one tenth of my age. And it's even better now because the one tenth of my age person now calls says I'm the biggest strongest daddy in the world, and I'm like hell yeah, I am. Let's go. <laughs> yes, I am. You are correct. You are correct, CJ. <laughs> He's like, you're such a big, strong dad. I'm like, yeah, I am a big, strong dad. <laughs> oh, man. Fun fact. So. Harrison Ford was 35 in the first Star Wars. Okay, so. we still have time, guys. Oh, we got good. some time. Oh, nice. Oh, sweet. See, and just like that, <laughs> you find out that you can be in Star Wars. Like, in two years, I'm going to be in Star Wars. I'm so excited. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm not old anymore. I'm good. Yeah, you could still go one year before being cast and and say that you look like a young Harrison Ford, a pre-Star Wars Harrison Ford. That is true. No one's no one's gonna know. Yeah, yeah. Me no, and that, me and Harrison uh, Ford are like twins. Harrison Ford looked exactly like me when he was before Star Wars. And on top <laughs> of that, if if you don't get your big break in the next couple of years, you can always be like, well, I mean, I'm still. There's always the fugitive. I could be cast much later in life. That's true. And still uh, still plenty of time before my big break. That's true. That's true. I mean, I guess, long story short, just never, get, never give up. <laughs> never give up. You heard it here first. So, we like so, to open every Mr. Oscars with an inspirational story yeah. like that. Never give up. Never <laughs> surrender. You heard it here. Chris from Drinking Alone with Friends. You can quote that for the rest of history. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited. Wow, I can't believe I'm going to win in my own my own Mr. Oscar one day. Now that I'm thinking about it. Someday you too can be frozen in carbonite and give show, Chris. Just start cloning yourself now. Uh, if there's any artists out there, we need an, we need an inspirational quote. We're going to start selling inspirational posters. <laughs> uh, well, oh, we all know we can't hand out the awards until we get through some beer reviews. And I say get through. I mean enjoy. I don't want to say we're going to rush out. Right, We're right. going to take our time and savor these awards. I mean the reviews. But uh, who wants to start this week? I'll go first. So um, with that. It's beer 30. And I'm thirsty. And I've been working like a dog all week long. So maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30 and it's time to party yeah baby yeah baby yeah baby all right so this week i brought a special beer in celebration of mr oscar and it is a beer by a brewery that we all know and love um omnipolo Ooh, we do love and know them very much yeah also solid beer Uh, fun fact fun fact about omnipolo they just announced that they were going to be selling their beer in all ikeas that's a right. that's the match that's the that's the crossover we've always wanted. Well, it's it's a Swedish store and a Swedish brewery, and they decided to have a baby, and this is what happened. I mean, that does that does that makes sense. That tracks. I can't wait to try their some assembly required double IPA. Oh man, it was, <laughs> it's gonna be so good. Do you think they're gonna brew a beer with the Swedish meatballs from IKEA? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, unless, but if anyone could pull it off, it would be them. That's they true. did it with a hamburger. That is also true. Yeah. So this week I brought a beer called Bianca. It is one of many in a series of beers that Omnipolo has released over the over the recent months. Um, and they're all Lassie Goes Sours. So this one is called 
Bianca, blueberry, blackberry, raspberry, strawberry, maple pancake, Lassie Goza. Now, is Lassie Goza a style? I don't know. I know Goza is a style. Okay. I don't you know what it a, sound like you knew the answer to that question when you no, introduced them as a Lassie I don't know Gosa. what a I don't know what a Lassie is. Can you spell it? L A S S I. Oh, like the dog. I thought. I think the dog had an E at the end. I'm pretty sure the dog had an E. Oh, there's no E. Okay. So that was a very big. That was a very big name. Can you run it one more time? Because there was like a so you named so many fruits. Yes. They all ended in berry. So I figured that this was a good beer for me to bring, given our love of fruits. Blueberry, blackberry, raspberry, strawberry, maple pancake, lassie, goza. Damn. Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff that happened. Yes. To, to further complicate the matters, it is a sour ale with blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, strawberries, lactose, sugar, vanilla, and maple syrup added. Wow. Damn. Holy cow. And... I have to interject with some information I found from Wikipedia on the article for Lassie, and then it says up top, not because with Lassie with an E at the end. So we got that right away. <laughs> but uh, it's a yogurt-based drink or regional name for buttermilk in like a bunch of Himalayan regions, so a bunch of Central Asian regions. So it's like a cultured milk drink yogurty thing. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. It's like a smoothie. Yeah, and when you Google Lassie Gosa, the only thing that pops up is Omnipolo. So it seems like they're the only ones who's doing who are doing that. All right. So as you guys can see, the can has a nice, weird, feathery. I think it's a feather. A feather design on it. A uh, purple can. It is a 500 milliliter can, as Obert had informed me pre-podcast. Uh, so that means it's it's slightly bigger than a normal 16 ounce can. It's uh, one pint, 0.9 fluid ounces. It's an, an English pint. Yes. So let's uh let's crack this sucker open and see what we got. I'm very intrigued. So many berries. All the berries. All the berries. Plus milkshake in terms of yogurty milkshake. Right? Oh yeah. Dang. There's gonna be so much there's gonna be so much happening. Lick it, lick the can good. That's what Ted says. <laughs> I don't wanna make a mess. <laughs> Alright. So Ooh. it is blood red. Yes. Um, it doesn't come across through the video camera too much except for the head. Um, that head is pretty persistent. It poured really nicely. But yeah, it is the it is definitely blood red and all I smell is fruit. Um let me let me get my nose in here a little bit. That head is beautiful, by the way. It's a beautiful looking beer. On the nose, I get a lot of berries, a lot of tart berry smells. Um it definitely smells like a hodgepodge. You know like those like Mrs. Smith pies that you get that are like the mixed all berry pie yeah that's what this that's what this smells like like that type of tartness i get on the nose also with a very healthy dash of maple syrup Mm. it definitely smells like i have a pancake in front of me that's smothered with berries and doused with maple syrup i think that sounds amazing yeah it does it sounds really good yeah i don't even know if i can hold back with any more nose taste i think i just have to dive right on in wow that is yeah absolutely terrible uh, <laughs> um whew, there's a lot going on in here it's definitely sour so let's get the easy things out of the way it's definitely sour i definitely taste a lot of maple syrup on the back end it's it's extremely fruity um it just tastes like there was just a it, there's just a puree of berries in this beer i can't pick one beer or i can't pick 
one berry out of the bunch. I mean, obviously, blueberries are much more mild than the other 17 berries that are in this damn thing. Um, but it's like a mixed berry. Yeah, very... Yeah, very much a mixed berry smoothie. It's it's incredibly thick. Um, thick, think thick like a stout. Um, so it's very thick. It sticks on the tongue. Um, it's got that nice tartness up front that kind of fades off into a maple syrup. Um, nice weird sour maple syrup flavor, which is really cool. Um, yeah, so the, you said the, a lot of maple syrup on the back end. So does that mean you hit like is it is it sweet on the back end then, or is it just like straight up sour the whole way through? It's it's definitely sour the whole way through, but it's sweet as well. At first, it starts off sweet like a berry, and then it ends sweet like maple syrup. Um, but also tart, like you get that like like if you took raspberries and dunked them in syrup and stuck them in your mouth, like that's the type of flavor that you're gonna get, like that sour fruity sweetness, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds amazing. It sounds it is, really good. It is really really good. Um. It doesn't taste like beer. Like this is the point where I like I wonder That's exactly what I was is thinking. Is this a beer? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking if you took this beer review and you took it in a time machine to like 2010, people would say that you were not reviewing a beer. I I, I think I tend to agree with that assessment. Um, you know, I guess it is a new it's a new world and we're all just kind of living in it. Um, but this is there's no beer to this beer if that makes sense. Like, there's no beer flavors. I don't get any malt flavor. I don't get any hop flavor. It's just literally fruits and syrup with a nice mouthfeel from that lactose sugar. Um, Maybe a hint of vanilla, but I don't really get a lot of it. I think the maple syrup way overpowers any type of vanilla flavor that you may get left behind. Um, It's, I guess that's a question is, you know, is what constitutes a beer and what doesn't. Uh-huh. No, I get that a lot with the fruited smoothie sours, kind of. I get that same feeling where I'm like, this is barely a beer anymore. And part of me just wonders if it wasn't just, you know, dry hopped, quote unquote, with massive amounts of fruit and just a, you know, a whole gallon of maple syrup. Because that's really what it tastes like. They, they, they took hundreds of pounds of berries and a whole gallon of, you know, Vermont maple syrup and just mixed them into yeast and said, ferment to give me a 7% ABV beer. I mean, they may have done that. Omnipolar right in. Ikea yeah. right in. <laughs> please please uh, let us know. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a chance. I mean, I've, we've met the guys from, or I've met the guys from Omnipolar before, and they may listen. I mean, we do have some European listeners, so. That's very true. Very true. Hi. Buenos dias. Bonjour. <laughs> um, overall, I'm going to give this a very good beer. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give it a four and a half. Uh, I think it's it's excellent. I don't know if I can quite give it a four seven five, just because I I don't. It's not it's not a beer. Like if that makes sense. Like this is more just yeah. a smoothie. No, we 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 can hear it in your review. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Chris looks confused. No, I I I mean I knew you were going to give it a high rating. I really thought you might have done a four four seven five, but you know I didn't realize and you it, were anti beer. Yeah, and it probably deserves the four seven five rating based on how I review other beers. It's just at at what point in time is this a beer and is it not a beer? So I'm gonna give man, it a four and a half. Time is a man made construct. What is it, man? <laughs> it's too much of a Ryan Heinzkaboot follower to give this a four seven five. <laughs> this definitely does not follow Ryan Heinzkaboot protocol. Yeah. All right. So if you were to say look it up on Untapped and. Uh, Say 3,330 people checked it in. Oh, which you is, gotta wait till two more check it in, Todd. 
I know, I know. Which is <laughs> which is which is higher than I thought it was going to be. I don't know. I, I felt like I know Omnipolo is a big one, but uh, I, I don't know. It's higher than I thought. So what do you think? Oh, there's the board. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say I think it's gonna be high. I, I can't see anybody hating this beer. Um, and when I mean anybody, I mean literally everybody, whether you're a beer drinker or not. So I'm gonna say on un, the Untapped Diverse, I think they're gonna be riding with me on this one. Four point. Four seven is my guess. Wow, that's really high. It, I'm shooting for the uh, moon. So it, it, you did shoot for the moon, and uh, you landed amongst the stars. You landed among, like. Yeah, yeah, you landed amongst the stars. Maybe even the sun. <laughs> it's a very sun themed episode. Um, so it is very high. It's not quite that high. Four point three two. So point one five off. Um, but it sounds. It honestly, it sounds like I would give it five stars. Uh, it sounds like uh, amazing, amazing beer. So I'm surprised it's that low. Like that's you know that means that there were some people out there who didn't like it. That's that's interesting. And maybe those are just like the beer purists. Or just, yeah, a bunch of people. Bunch of people gave it a four. Yeah, I mean, like I have two friends who gave it a four and a four and a quarter. Just just looking real fast. So um, so yeah, there you go. Not bad. Hey, point one five. Come on, put it on the board. Put it on the board. All right. So now that I'm done with my review, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this this review segment off to Obert. Obert, why don't you? Well, first, why don't you listen to some music while you get your Kay. beer ready? Okay, thanks, Tud. I actually um, excited to bring this brewery on. I saw them randomly on Jenna's Instagram feed at the Brew Locker. Okay. Um, and this seems like an interesting brewery. I never heard of it before. I saw it in the, the bottle shop in Missoula. This is from Bombastic Brewing, and it's called Murder on Drury Lane. Uh, Drury Lane? Drury Lane? I don't know. D-R-U-R-Y. That's the, Drury Lane, right? Isn't that say? where the Muffin Man lives? Yes. What do you say? I say Drury. I think it's Drury. Okay. Dr- I, I, have, I think I have a hard time saying that word. Drury. <laughs> Drury. Drury. People make brewery. fun of me for saying brewery the way I say think, it. So. Think brewery, I think it but maybe it's a Connecticut thing. It might be. Murder on Brewery Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Obert, I have a question um, for you before you review this. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. <laughs> the Muffin Man. The, mu- the Muffin Man who lives on Drury Lane? Exactly. Uh, a throwback to like one of the best, the, one of the, like, the many great moments in Shrek. Great Shrek quotes right there. What a great you know movie! That Shrek is Shrek is twenty years old this year. Oh God! That's you like know what? It's still just as funny. Two thirds of an Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not though. We no, know it's not. Nominee um, for Mr. Oscar okay, movie twenty twenty two. Shrek. Yeah, really. So, so this murder on Drury Lane is a rich pastry stout serving layers upon layers of chocolate from premium Dutch cocoa and dozens of double chocolate muffins, a perfect beer to enjoy for dessert. So, and I love, I love a good chocolate muffin. I'm a, I'm a big fan of dessert for breakfast. I know it's cake. Doesn't stop me. <laughs> I, I will say I'm surprised that this beer with a name like that does not have gingerbread man in it. Mm, well, that's very much a Shrek thing, I think, right? Uh, ooh, poor sm- Silky Smooth here. It looks amazing. Yeah, quite the head on it. Almost a crisp pour here. But uh, sim- very simple black and white graphic. There's a couple of ravens eating a cake. Looks like a triple layer chocolatey chocolate cake coming out of a skull. Um, yeah, just a cool, 
logo. It's called an imperial stout with Dutch cocoa powder, Tahitian vanilla, lactose, and dozens of double chocolate muffins. Nice. Haley, Idaho. I've heard of that town. A friend of mine's from Haley. Christine, if you're listening, cheers. Cheers, Um, Christine. Welcome to being shouted out on the podcast. Yeah. You're welcome. Um... Yeah, I gotta I gotta talk more about this beer while we let the head die down. How do you guys, how are you guys doing tonight? You guys having fun? <laughs> you having fun on the podcast? There's so there's you so many seasons so many seas in that. That's a that's it's a very that's thick. a thick head. Uh yeah. it, I mean it it's a very tasty looking head. It's got that like typical dark beer, dark brown caramel. Chris knows a tasty head when he sees one. Very good at it. Wait, what? No. That's all I meant. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's so sticking around too. Like it's a long lasting head too. It's it's very consistent yes yeah consistent I mean, persistent some might say long lasting head is the best head everybody knows oh yeah everybody knows that <laughs> for sure sometimes you get that like really like this big head but then it goes away too fast and you're like oh what happened to my head <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this head's sticking around for a long time especially when but, you make the yeah. beer mad sometimes <laughs> it's just like oh no <laughs> okay with that i'm taking a sip gotta worry about being bit from the beer <laughs> Oh no! This is bad. Kiwi, what tastes did you muffin-y. do? It tastes muffiny, folks. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> it's all Kiwi's fault. All right, let me get into this review here before we get too far off the rails. Yeah, Obert's like, I got to steer this shit back on. The, I know. The, the, the <laughs> I know. <laughs> Very chocolatey. This is a family I don't know podcast. if you've, you've noticed, but I've had. Quite a few um, pastry stouts on the last couple of weeks. They're they're filling up my fridge. I'm slowly emptying them, uh, but uh, it's a little hard for me sometimes to distinguish them apart from each other. Like you know, we've talked about so many different um, New England IPAs, and you're like, how many different ways can we say grapefruity and hazy? This is like okay, it's chocolate and vanilla, but they added this little twist of muffin. So let's see if I can get some of that muffin flavor out of it. I hope they used mini muffins. Well, they said dozens and dozens, so that would be a very economical way to fulfill that promise. <laughs> it's like I, it's like four, four or five packs, four or five packs of mini yeah. muffins. As, I love as mini muffins. I just looked up at to where our mini muffins are. <laughs> mini muffins are great. It's the greatest invention that somebody's ever in, invented. Was saying, you know what, we could turn muffins into smaller things that are healthier. Mall are in. they really healthier though? Well, not if you eat seventeen packs, but if you eat one pack of mini muffins. I think you get the same. Now, I think we've had this. We've had this conversation somewhat recently about donut holes. <laughs> <laughs> Ted has a Ted has a hard time stopping at just one. So he's like, if if the bite size is already taken for me, and this is going to be how much is in one bite, it's perfect. I can do this with one muffin. I can do this with one donut hole. Correct. Ted's a big fan. Um, I'm more of like the the uh, Kevin from the Office school of thought, where like he says, mini cupcakes. Like cupcakes are already smaller cake. <laughs> what's, what's wrong with you people? Where will you stop? Muffins are small enough. We don't need mini muffins. That is that is true. That is true. I'm I'm not much of a. I mean, I guess I I won't discriminate. I won't discriminate. I'll eat a mini muffin, but I prefer regular muffin. I mean, yeah. I I also too prefer a muffin to a mini muffin. Did but, we also? No, maybe it was on stream. Sorry. Did we but talk I do, about selling just muffin tops? Did we do that? Was that this? Was that this podcast? Was that stream? That was a Seinfeld episode. It was a Seinfeld episode. Okay, well, there's a whole I episode came up about of it. the muffin to you. Oh, I don't know. I remember there was a mug, and the the beer was a top of a muffin. It was a whole thing. But anyways, okay, never mind. This was not. No, it was at work. Okay, never mind. You had beer at work? Wait, no. hang on. 
<laughs> well, when I used to work with Jen, Jen is a, a baker by, by not by trade, but by education. And uh, we, like we were talking about, the best part of the cupcake is the top of the cupcake, obviously. Obviously. And uh, we were going to, we were going to open a, a bakery slash brew pub uh, where we only had tops of muffins and cupcakes and, uh, and had like craft beer. It's a really good idea. And it was going to well, be just the head. Just yeah, just that, just the head of the beer, right? And that's the name of that's the name of your establishment. No, nothing but head. It's just nothing but head, and then underneath it says cupcakes, muffin, craft craft beers, head foamy and mu- craft beers, <laughs> muffin tops, and head. Every and then underneath it says in quotes every every pour a crisp pour. I, they don't they don't know what that means. I've got a good I've got a good cupcake eating hack for y'all if you rip off the bottom of the cupcake and put it on top of the cu- cupcake on top of like the frosting then you've turned it into like a, a cupcake sandwich that way your like hands a frosting don't... sandwich yeah that way you don't your hands don't get messy from the frosting and you can actually eat it better and so your face doesn't get covered in frosting too I, okay I like so face face covering yes that makes sense how are you eating a cupcake now where frosting on your hands is an issue well, no, but like, like it just it's it's Crafting cleaner, it's top. easier. I, I get yeah. it. I, I, I mean, do you, do I have to stick it on the bottom, or can I just flip it upside down in the middle? You could flip it upside down in the middle if you wanted okay, to. Good. I'm glad I have your permission. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's okay. how you, that's how you that's how you eat a cupcake as an adult. <laughs> it's an adult cupcake eating hack. Now I know I've been eating cupcakes as a child this whole time. So. <laughs> you know, my my goal to avoid the the frosting on my my like face and mustache area is to just try and shove it all in my mouth in one bite. <laughs> I avoid this whole thing. <laughs> that reminds me of another story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we are two reviews in at 36 minutes. We got to get through this. <laughs> okay. We have Mr. Oscars to get uh, to. I'll tell my Buffett stories later. Yeah, save the Buffett story for next pregame. I'm going to write it down so I forget. Yeah. Okay, so back to the beer review. I told you I could taste the coconut. I mean, I could taste the cocoa. I can taste the Tahitian vanilla. But can I taste the dozens and dozens of double chocolate muffins is the question. And I don't know if it's my brain's... My brain playing tricks with me. Sometimes people will say a flavor and you're like, oh yeah, I can pick it up. But I do get that, that sweet bread, muffiny flavor of like a, um, you know, it's a pastry style. I get that pastry flavor of that, that bready quality, um, that semi-sweet chocolate of a chocolate chip. I like this more than, more than some of the other pastry styles I had on from Mountains Walking. I think I like this one a little bit more. Um, still, I'm realizing and... I hate, I don't want to knock the whole genre down a peg, but pastry stouts, I think I'm kind of over them. It's like tw- 12 ounces of a pastry stout is as much as I can really handle. And we talked about calories and beers, and I'm like, that I save my calories for an unfiltered IPA than a pastry stout. That being said, this very good beer, which we didn't get a chance to talk a lot about, but <laughs> we made a lot of jokes instead. <laughs> this is going to get a 375 from me. Um, and I want to know more about Bombastic Brewing. Hopefully I can find them again. Love to have them on the show again. But yeah, 375. Um, flirting with a four. Not quite four territory. Not feeling super generous today, I guess. Um, can someone tell me how many how many check-ins this murder on brewery slash brewery lane has? Yes, so there are 1,145 rated check-ins on Untapped. Okay. Um, 
I think people are going to like it. I don't think they're, they're going to love it. Um, wish I was, I, you'd think I'd be better at this by now, but uh, 4.13. So it is a 3.94. Okay. Uh, so, so almost like right point, with you. One point one nine off, leaving, leaving uh, a little bit of room for Chris to come in. Still 0.15. I'm out of contention here. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Everybody knows if you uh, become man of the people and your name is Chris on the Mr. Oscar edition, it is like of course 15, 20 check marks. And Obert, you know, you, you can't like you don't don't knock yourself. Look at those two extremely long check marks you got they're over pretty there. Pretty big. They're pretty. Not gonna they're lie. pretty large check uh, uh, <laughs> dash marks, tally marks. So <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I like how Obert pan the camera away from the board so uh so we can't channel our some shenanigans our, can occur yeah <laughs> oh man so let me ask you over just real quick because i noticed that there's two variations on untapped do you think oh do you think a caramel brownie edition would be better i, would I do love to try them side by side because my biggest complaint with these pastry stouts is like i'm so overwhelmed by like a wave of chocolatey fudginess that i have a hard time of discerning the other flavors mm. so i would like to have those two and be like can i taste the muffin versus the fu- the brownie and uh the caramel see how much you can really pull it out because it's just like such a such a fudge bomb on my tongue yeah do you do you think that your your lack of being impressed with these styles of stouts is due to the fact that you're drinking them too cold no I mean, I've let them warm up. I've drank them cold. I've drank them hot. I'm like, at this point, I'm basically Sam I am. And how, how, I hot? Am. how hot? How <laughs> hot? I'm not going to lie. So I drank this beer. I probably had pastry stouts in, uh, on a train in the rain. I definitely had them <laughs> in a box with a fox. I mean, there's a lot of places I've drank these pastry stouts <laughs> at this point. But I'll... Um, I will hold this beer in my hand like the Statue of Liberty for the rest of the episode. And then somewhere around like the seventh nomination of Mr. Oscar, I can give you like a 98.6 degree rating. Okay. Because so. <laughs> that's what I was told by a brewer this past weekend was to drink them. Like make sure that like you let them get to like 60. Because I kind of have, really? have a similar complaint. And he, he's, yeah, he had a uh, an Oreo, caramel Oreo pastry stout that had to be like heated up to like 60 degrees. But everything that, pours out of the tap at the same temp. Yeah. And, I mean, that might be his personal preference. That might be the professional opinion of professional beer tasters. But I have not read that on a single can of any of these pastry stouts that I've tried. It did change so, the flavor. If that's like, the advice, I haven't heard it. Like, it did change the flavor of the one I had. Like, I got coconut all of a sudden once it was warmer. Didn't mm. get coconut at all at the beginning. That is interesting. I uh, Yeah, I 60 degrees is... That is hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But I think it's my turn, right? My turn to go? I believe yeah. so. Sweet. 0.15, Chris. 0.15. That's it's open. It, it, you know, it's not wide open, but it's open. It is the door open. The door is open. We've gotten, we've gotten way closer than that. I'm, I, I'm trying not to get too, too cocky right now, okay? <laughs> trying not to let it go to my head. I need those 15 tally marks. Um, so I brought something very, very uh, special I think to the podcast uh, from our friends, friends at Deschutes Brewing. <laughs> oh, I like Deschutes a lot. Uh, yeah, I ha- I've had, I've obviously had some of their stuff. I haven't had a ton, but this one uh, jumped out at me. Um, it is a, it's called Black Butte in uh, thirty-two. So it's for their thirty-second anniversary. Since- yeah, we've talked about this. Um, I sent you this beer. Did you send me this beer? Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Did you have this beer on the podcast? Had- 
any Deschutes before, is my guess. I don't think you can find it near you. I don't think you can either. I feel like I've had it before, but maybe not. Maybe not. I've heard of them. That's for dang true, but... I've, t- I've had them several times on the show. Maybe that's they're like what it the, is. They're the harpoon of the Northwest. I'm gonna have to look. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna, well. I'm, I'll look it up later. It doesn't matter right now. But I okay. Maybe this is my first to shoot beer. Then this is exciting. But it sounds really good. Have you had this beer? I then? perked. Up, I perked up when you said Deschutes because I was like, oh, he's got a Deschutes beer. And then when you had that, I was like, oh yeah, I sent him this one. Okay. <laughs> I have had this one. I gave one to both of you. I had a four pack. I saved one for each of you. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, well, they do. They do the Black Butte every year. It's like an anniversary release. Um. Yeah, I want I want you have the bottle there, so you take it away. But I'm excited to hear what you think. No, I'm no, I'm excited now. I thought I it's just been sitting in my fridge, so I thought it was like something I just picked up somewhere. So, but hey, well, thank you. <laughs> the black uh, so butt, black black buddy, um, the black butte. Uh, it's an imperial porter brewed with coffee, vanilla, nutmeg, and orange peel, aged in rum barrels. So, a uh, lot going on. It does, uh, it's 13.4%, um, so that's fun, and it's almost a year old. I didn't even realize that. Oh, goodness, okay. Uh, this is 6, 16, 20, so it's been, uh, it's been, it's been aging for a while. Uh, yeah, Black Butte 33 is coming out soon, and actually, there's, there's a bar near me. Sorry, I don't want to hijack your review. There's a bar near me that has done, like, vertical tastings where they've had, like, tap takeovers of, like, three or four different years of the kegs Ooh. in a row, like, which is cool. That it's is, cool to try them all. That is cool. That is cool. Yeah. So this is so my point was it's it's fine that you've waited a year. No, I'm happy about it. Like I just didn't realize I guess I didn't realize I mean it was born the same year I was. So <laughs> I should have known what its age was. Uh but that being said, uh um I'm I'm very excited. Uh again, thank you thank you over. I really thought that this was something I just had, I guess, uh, whatever. Um so <laughs> here we go. Let's see. Ooh, smells rummy. Let's pour in. Let's go and drink some beer. All right, so we're going to drink some beer. So, as you can expect, uh, Dark as Night, 1 billion SRM. Um, the head dissipated pretty uh, well. It's, it's, it's very, it's not as thick as a stout would be, so to say. Uh, but it's 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 there. It's it's just barely there. It's hanging on. How thick? How thick do you like your head, Chris? So so thick and long lasting. <laughs> <laughs> thick and long lasting head is the best head. Um, I mean, I definitely get the uh, like uh, the rum barrels. The rum comes through pretty pretty strong on the nose. Uh, more so th- more so than just about anything. Um, this is uh, it's probably if I had to guess, it's probably like forty. 45 degrees maybe it's been out for a little bit so it's it's definitely warming up i definitely get like i said the rum and i get like an like an aged like an aged beer smell you know like like beer that smells older stale but i don't know if that's that's not i don't think the right the stale right, in a good way stale in a good way like if i were like <laughs> yeah, if, I were a, if i were a duck and i saw some stale bread like that's the kind of excitement you know like, yes. like duck at stale you bread. You're a duck for this beer. <laughs> uh, so let's let's see let's see what it's like. So, so this is very good. The rum. Let me see. You get the rum pretty strong. It's not it's not like a kick in the face, but you definitely are like whoa. There's definitely some Colombian rum barrels in here. So, um, <laughs> who's aged? Oh, so, in Col- 
So Columbia. rum and cocaine. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and the nominees are pep <laughs> um, in your beer. So, uh, but you know, really, really smooth for thirteen point four percent. You can definitely taste the you can taste the alcohol, but um, that's not surprising. It being rum barreled, um, but it's it's very smooth. You get in the nut. I get the nutmeg in the coffee pretty strong. I get some of that. Uh, some of that like. I mean, I always equate nutmeg taste to cinnamon, and I know that they're close. They're like relatives. They always hang out together. But, you know, more of that, like, uh, spice, uh, a little bit of the spice and the coffee taste. The orange peels, I'm not getting as much of. It says sweet orange peels. Let me try it. Let me, let me take another sippy poo. Yeah, any any citrus at all? Okay, okay. No, on the very, on the, it's 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 very slight. I got it on, on that sip. I got it way more. Um, it's very slight. Adds a little bit of nice sweetness and a little bit of refresh, refreshing like citrus taste on the end. Um, I get a lot more coffee than anything else, which again, not an issue for me. Love coffee. This is a very, very pro coffee podcast. Um, <laughs> one quarter of our handles say so. Uh, three out of four handles. Uh, but anyways, and uh, yeah, no, it's um, it's really, really solid. It's you know. I haven't had a lot of age, age barrel age stuff recently. I had one not that long, a couple weeks ago, but other than that, this is like really, really good. Um, and for being a porter, I will say porters are normally not my. I'd prefer a stout every day of the week, you know. But um, it it doesn't have like it. Porters to me are always like a little bit thin, and this is not that um, because of the added complexity that they put into it. So. Um, it's really good. I mean, you get kind of hit pretty, you hit, get hit up front with the rum taste, which lasts throughout, um, the tones of coffee, the vanilla sweets it up a smidge. And then right towards the end is where I get a little bit of the orange peel. Um, so I mean, now one flavor I got that I didn't hear you mention. Um, and I just want to ask because it was very prominent to me. I got a lot of that anise slash black licorice flavor. Did you get any of that? Maybe, I mean, maybe a little bit, um, Mm. I will say that, like, I'm very sensitive to that flavor because I'm not a fan. Yeah. So um, it's – and we've talked on this on the pod about this, about how, like, sometimes the flavors you like the least are the ones that you pick up the most. Uh, so I was just curious on your take on that. I mean, I can, I can see it or I can taste it um, kind of, like, right in the middle. Like, right in the middle is, like, the – is where I – where I can see it perceived that way, I thought it was just the rum take like tapering off and picking up with the orange. I thought it was like that transition right there, which is kind of weird. Um, where the cocaine kicks, in. yeah, where the cocaine kicks in. That's like my favorite part. That's my favorite. That's part the, the good beer. part. And it's really that's good. The good part. And uh, but um, <laughs> uh, and I'm not a big I'm not a big black licorice fan either. So um, I'm surprised that it didn't stick out to me. But maybe it just maybe it dissipated over the last year. Maybe it. <laughs> Or I'm the weird one. Or you're the weird one. I mean, let's um, be honest. Who likes black licorice? I really, I do not know why they make black licorice. But then again, I don't like Jaeger because I get that same taste. Like, I don't like Jaeger because it tastes like black licorice to me. Who like, really likes Jaeger besides when it's in a Jaeger bomb? I I didn't think anybody, but apparently people do. <laughs> they're still they're still around. Germans, I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, so, it, I mean, very, very good beer, though. Uh, for 13.4%. Uh, yes, you you get the rum, but it it's not a prominent thirteen point four. Um, but I like it. It's I like it a lot. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna you know what? I'm gonna give it. I'm a sucker for anniversary beers too. I think so. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Um, no way. Yeah, I like it a lot. Um, uh, I was I was toying. I'm like probably like a four three. 
nine. You round it up. Yeah, so I round it up. It's it's Mr. Oscar. You got to go big, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, well, yeah. I'll send you if, if that's the case. I'll have to send you Black Butte thirty three. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Yes. Now I that like I know where I got this beer, finally. Now that I know where I got it from. <laughs> so Ted has to like. He's got like a key ring with like a hundred rings, and one of those rings is one of those keys is like to the secret cellar where he has his extra extra auxiliary beer fridge where this is kept. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Indiana Jones and in the where they keep the Ark of the Covenant in like the miles and miles of storage. That's that's where this beer is in his house. He's lost track of it. You know when you send me when you send me Black Butte thirty three. I'm now able to do a vertical tasting. That is if true. If you still have 32, 32, you might have already drank it. I don't think I did. Well, let's find out. Who's checked in this beer? Because I don't think I have. <laughs> Nobody has. So, Chris, out of 2,365 check-ins, what do you think the rating is? I, hmm. That's a that's a lot of check-ins. It's a lot more check-ins than I think I was thinking. I know Deschutes is, is a very well-liked, popular brewery. Um... Let's see. So I think it's going to be high. I don't think it's going to be four and a half high. I think we're talking above four. Um, so I'm going to do 4.17. I feel like I say 4.17 all the time. <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to keep getting one, one, one day it's going to be right. Is that your final answer? I don't like your smile. So no, I'm going to change it. Because Tud Tud knows that I'm off by don't, over point one five. Don't don't let Tud play mind games with you. That's your final answer. That's my final you can't answer. Change yeah. It. Okay. Yeah. I I think. <laughs> so so the untapped rating is a four point two two. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Cool. Put it on the board. Yeah. Fifteen tally marks. Let's go. <laughs> so that means Chris Honk 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 M O M O T P M O P T. No, no, you, can't be, you can't be. You can't be a man of people, Todd. Uh, uh, finally, some order has been restored to the board. Ooh, good, good job tying me. Tie, no, well, I mean, I have three, four legitimate check mark, uh, tally marks. Not, not three and one with a one with some questionable. Well, one thing that's not in dispute is I got some catching up to do. Mm-hmm. So, oh. um. But uh, before I can catch up, we have some very important Han Solos to hand out. I know. I know. I feel, I feel, guys, this is a long episode, but it's so worth it. So worth it. Well, everyone knows you go a little long for the, the spectacular. We walked all those miles on the red carpet. It's got to be worth it. That's true. That is true. That is true. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, thank you guys. Uh, for those of you that voted on Instagram, for voting in the Discord, for if you're one of our patrons sending in your sending in your ballots, thank you all so much. Um, you know, make sure, uh, you know, you're checking all those things out. You know, selfless plug right here. You know, just check all that stuff out. Join the Patreon uh, for as little as a dollar a month. You get an episode every week, a uh, 20 little 20, 30 minute episode every week. Um, where we, I spend a quarter on that. Yeah. I mean, every week. right. Yeah. It's one for yeah. one quarter an episode. Um, for just a it, quarter. You can feed, you can feed our beer habit for just as little <laughs> as a quarter a week. Um and uh, when we get more patrons rolling in, we will also start doing some more additional fun things. I don't, we don't know what yet, but uh, we love our patron. And yeah, we'd love to interact more on Patreon. But yeah. there's just we're just not enough activity. But we're lo- we're hoping to get there soon. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so everybody that voted, thank you. Um, 
you know, we are very excited. Uh, this is always a fun time. So, uh, who wants to kick us off? What's the first? What's the first award we want to hand out? We have a very special guest to present our first award. We have Jordan from Wreck My Podcast to present OKest Movie. Thank you, Jordan. Take it away. There's been awards for the best movies around. There's been awards for the worst movies. But Mr. Oscars is the only place you'll find an award for the most okayest movie around. Because sometimes you don't want the greatest, you don't want the worst, you just want the okayest. In this section, our nominees are... Top Gun. Go check out Wreck My Podcast featuring Drinking Alone with Friends for a Top Gun episode. Also, Chappie, the one movie Chris has seen multiple times. And finally, Austin Powers, the international man of mystery or the spy who shagged me or whatever one they decided to put on there. And the winner of the most okayest movie around is... That's right, everyone's favorite robot they've forgotten about, Chappie, won this award. Here you go. Here's a, what do you you give away? Han Solos and Carbonite that are full-sized or something like that? Here you go. Have one of those. It'll really make your palace come together. Thank you, Jordan, for that award. Why? No, Chappie is so okay. (laughs) He's, he's definitely, it was definitely the okayest movie I think we talked about. Oh, not man. the best, not the worst. I, I guess he is the, the definition okay. of okay. It was, it was very okay. <laughs> I'm very I'm very flattered. I'm flattered that that movie won. We are a, a, a Chappie fan cast, of course. So. And yeah, wow. Jordan, as always, blowing us out of the water with his studio production levels. Yeah, I, I really... Uh, <laughs> I'm glad he I'm glad he accepts uh Venmo and uh all that stuff so we could get him on again. Um <laughs> When you're when you're no, don't give him any ideas. That's yeah, that's true. No, be our friend. <laughs> just be our regular friend, not our paid friend. <laughs> he he just wants to drink with us. We know it. Deep down inside, everybody wants to drink with us. I think so. So, next up, we bring you Kiwi Kadoda to present the game of the year. Hi. I'm Kiwi Kadota, and I'm so honored to be here to present the next Mr. Oscar for the Game of the Year. Our nominees were Valheim, Among Us, and Portal 2. The results are in, and the winner of Game of the Year is Among Us. Thank you, Kiwi, for being the presenter of that award. Congratulations to Among Us. Yeah. Nice. Go Among Us. Good game. It was a good game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's always, it's a lot of fun. Just a lot of fun. You know. It is just it, a good pickup game and go. Right, right. Just like just like Valheim. <laughs> yes, just, just like pick Valheim. it up and go. And Kiwi, thank you so much for uh, for presenting that. Make sure you check her out, Kiwi Kadota on Twitch slash everywhere. Um, as she said, she's also a very awesome beer nerd. So I also want to say that I don't think a single one of the Game of the Year nominees was released in 2020. I think that's worth noting. <laughs> I think was Valheim not, or was Valheim released in early 2021? Uh, yeah, it was 2021 release. Well, but, I mean, uh, 2020 sucked. Let's be honest. Like, let's it's it's yeah. fitting. Well, it's we've, fitting. We've embraced Mr. Oscar. Is just the things we've talked about in the last however many episodes since the previous Mr. Oscar, uh, and even maybe a little bit before that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really anybody's guess. 
it's what it, really, what's included it's, and yeah, what's not. It's, it's just, it's whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, of course, we are moving it. So there was a lot, a lot of issues with this category, by the way. The one that's coming up right now. Um, you know, there was a lot of people. I think they were just voting just by reading, but not reading the category. They were just reading what it was, okay? So I just want I want to go out and I want to say that first. Chris, it's almost like you know the answer to to what who won this category. N- no, well, I there was a lot of people writing in. Like like it was covered on CNN and stuff. So, uh, you know, it was very confusing to people. Um Chris even came up with a hashtag stop the steal because of how controversial. (laughs) That's why that was trending. I got it. I got it. Yeah. That's, I mean, that was, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, So uh, I apologize when I open this envelope, it's set in stone no matter what it is. Um, But uh, so of course it's the coveted worst handle. Coveted? Uh, coveted. Yeah, worst handle. Everybody says this is the most prestigious award on the okay. podcast. Uh, solo frozen and kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the worst handle of the year. Nominees are Canned Air, which actually was uh, was a long time ago. Some say it was the worst handle. It, um, was, it was actually on the previous mis- previous Mr. Oscar episode. Right, right. So like we said, from Os- from Oscar to Oscar, maybe there's some gray area. <laughs> plus or minus six months. Um, uh, smoked meat. Thank you, Ted, for smoking meat. And Dawn Power Wash. Uh, and which... Again, like we said last last week, that was a mistake. Should it should the ballots should have never been gone out, but we spent so much on production that we just it's some hanging chads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the winner is Dodd Power Wash. <laughs> <laughs> It beat out canned air. That's all you need to know about that handle. I like to accept my my Han Solo frozen carbonite. Um, We'd yeah. like Wait, to don't tell you, you it was close. Don't you send that to Dawn Corporation? Isn't that how that works? Like that goes directly to Dawn. But Procter and Gamble take that one. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Take it away, Procter and Gamble. No, um, see, I think people saw Down Dawn Power Wash and they just clicked it. They just got, they were like, ooh, and they like got excited. They're like, they, ah, it's so powerful. The washing is so good. <laughs> like, such a good wash. Oh, Lord, okay. <laughs> hey, uh, like I said, I'm taking it back. Mr. Mr. Handle 2021, right here. Let's go. Let's go. You're just going to call yourself Mr. Handle for the whole year as you come up with incredible handles. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but net. L- listeners, if you go back in time and listen to that, that handle review. I believe you can hear the words. Chris Chris mumbled the words. I don't even like this. It's just okay. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just said I hadn't used it a lot. <laughs> but it was it was like right over there, and Dana was telling me how good it was. <laughs> so, but anyway, I, I have. Won- You're just mad because I won. <laughs> You're jealous. <laughs> so up next is the category of best episode title. And for that, we have a special presenter of Tud Cleo. Mr. Cleo, take it away. And the nominees are Season 3, Why Didn't You Caught Us? Two Hosts, Zero Oberts. Two Beers, Zero Oberts. Or O15, and even Beachy Abadi Mon. And the winner is... 
Two hosts, zero oberts. Two beers, zero oberts. Call me now for your free tarot reading. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, Ted Cleo. And, and before you before you disappear into the the, the spirits, who's going to take home the most uh, the most Han Solos tonight? I can't ruin that for you, man. You just have to listen and find out. Okay. Hey, before you, okay, one more thing before you go. Can you tell Tud non-Cleo what his, the average is going to be for the beer he's going to rate next week so he can get Man of the People forever? No. Thank you, Tud Cleo. Thank you for being here. Oh, Thanks for showing back up. We will let you go with that. Oh, oh man. Lord. Oh, no, goodness. What, uh, what an incredible spirit we were able to bring on the show. That was phenomenal. Oh, so good. And she uh, she disappeared again this year, like last year, before she could introduce the next the next presenter. She's very flaky uh, like that. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll do it. It's uh, one of my personal favorites, uh, Crystal Malt. Crystal Malt from the Malt Minute. Hey, how you doing? How you been? Come take it away. Well, howdy, boys. It has been such a long time since you guys have rang my phone. I don't know what I did. Uh, I, I thought you guys, I, I mean, you guys said you'd love to watch me leave, but I didn't realize that I was going to be leaving for so long. But uh, thank you for uh, finally r- hitting up a ringy-dingy and having me come back on. Uh, so you guys, are, you guys want me to... Uh, Hand out one of these. Ooh, well, look at this thing. Ooh, look at him. I would like to have one of these in my own house, if I must say so myself. Uh, being able to look at that 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 uh, uh, frozen in Han Solo, frozen Han Solo in carbonite all the time. Oh man, I would put that right in my right at the end of my bed. It would be oh a, man, a very young Harrison Ford. A very oh, had. God, yes. hey, how how old how old is he? Thirty five in that? Oh my yeah. goodness, he is exactly thirty five. Actually, I think he would be about thirty-seven because it's a, this, it's not the first movie. But anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but golly, golly, geez, oh man, who's gonna get this beautiful thing? Who is gonna get this beautiful thing? So I'm here to hand out the frozen Han Solo for scariest drink, and I don't know why. I don't know why you guys called upon me to hand out scariest drink because we all know. The only thing scary about me is how fierce my figure is. <laughs> am I right or am I right? Uh, so our nominees are uh, Grapefruit Schafferhofer, which I think has just been on there for, I think it's just etched in stone, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Vista Bay Coconut Mango Seltzer. Those things are gross. Oh, oh, what's this one? Natty Daddy? Ooh. I think I know. I think I know which one I would pick. Maybe not as a scary drink, but maybe as like a maybe me and maybe, maybe me and this Han Solo. We're gonna go get ourselves some Natty Daddies. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and the winner is. <gasps> Well, of course, of course, you're gonna have me come on, and I'm going to hand out uh, the frozen on solo to ooh, it's Natty Daddy. 
I like that. I like that. I want to I wanna take one of them natty daddies home and take my Han Solo, and we're just going to have a good old time. But, uh, boys, you best not. Number one, you keep your eyes on my backside as I'm walking out. Thank you very much. And number two, don't you be... Don't you be calling me only once a year. I want to be on here a little bit more. So, but bye. Okay, bye, wow. Crystal. <laughs> I think uh, that was an unusual visit from Crystal Malt. She hadn't, we haven't heard from her in a while. I wonder why. But, I, uh, yeah, I know. Me too. I wonder. She's so hot. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I can't believe you you missed her, Chris. You left the room for just uh, a minute. It happens and, all uh, the time. God yeah. damn. Like she. I mean, she, like, leaves me so many, like, drunk voicemails during the year. It's crazy. Uh, um, yeah. But, like, you know, it's not really, like, it, it, it's not like, uh, we just miss each other. Phone tag all the time. And then she she pops on the show. I'm not here. It's just this whole mess. But, uh, man, one day, Crystal, we'll meet. It'll be beautiful. But, hey, I, I think I heard from the bathroom that Natty Daddy won. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. That was yeah. Yeah, I had you, on the podcast. It was, just, it was pretty did. gross. It was pretty gross. So one star, <laughs> one star, uh, not a good one, not a good one. All right. So next up, we have another guest presenter, uh, one of our co-hosts uh, that has been on the most of the co-hosts. And that's, of course, Jenna from the Brew Locker. So, Jenna, thank you for uh, thank you for doing this and uh, take it away. Hey, guys, it is Jenna from the Brew Locker here, and I am here to announce the best episode nominees and the nominees are. Episode 100 Spectacular, One Click Accident, and TUD.org. And the winner is... Episode 100 Spectacular, congratulations! And the crowd goes wild. Thank you very much, Jenna, for announcing the best episode of the year. Um, appreciate you. Go, guys, everybody head over to At The Brew Locker on all social medias and follow jenna along also if you're a member of the discord there may be a promo code that exists out there for for jenna as well so uh head over to discord and figure out what that is too and if you want to hear more of jenna check out every 20th episode of our show where she normally lands right there there, uh, thereabouts yeah thereabouts yeah thanks thanks jenna um but i mean to talk about the category just real quick I mean, episode 100 was, number one, a big episode for us as a podcast. But number two, when, when I talk to people, and, and here's a pro tip for y'all, when they're like, man, there's 134 episodes of this five-star uh, podcast on Apple Podcasts. How am I ever supposed to start? Tell them episode 100. Boom. Easy. Easy peasy. It's a great episode. True. Yeah. I didn't ep- download five different recordings of harp.wave to splice into our, our recording for our flashbacks for no reason. It was a fun <laughs> one to make. I had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. I loved our I loved our clips from throughout the years and I think this is a very well deserved best episode of the year. You know, a lot of a lot of shows, a lot of podcasts get made, but not many to make it to 100 episodes. And even less make it to 134. Like <laughs> <laughs> but no, that was a that was a good one. It was a great great ep- great episode. I guess that leaves me up next to present the uh, best handle of the year, and uh, all three nominees are Don Powerwash. That's weird. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no one knows what happened there. Um. Yeah, <laughs> Chris. Chris hijacked the 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 nominations here, but uh, no, I have I have the nominees here, and uh, we have Coob Hamilton and the Flexi Freeze Cooler. Still the best cooler on the planet. And the winner 
of best handle is... Koob. I don't know. You might want to check, check the <laughs> I, do, I do see the spreadsheet <laughs> has been modified since I last looked. <laughs> Koob, long game. You can play with your friends, throw heavy blocks of wood, drink while you're doing it. Um, this would be a great time for me to tell you which episode it was a handle on. But just trust me, it's a very fun game that you would love to play. Um, regardless of whatever episode it was featured. Regardless of whatever episode it was featured on. Google Koob, uh, YouTube it. It's a lot of fun. It's K-U-B-B. K-U-B-B. Thank you, Todd. Speaking of Todd, he's the person who I have to hand it off to to present this next Han Solo. Todd, please please take it away for the next category. Sure thing. Thank you very much. So the next category that we are presenting is for the best bit. And the nominees are the Sour Scale. Use coupon code DAWF. As I said before, head over to Discord. There may be a coupon code over there. Or live in front of a studio audience. As you all know, you guys are live in front of this studio audience right now. And the winner is... (laughs) The Sour Scale. The the longest-running bit on the podcast has finally taken home its Mr. Oscar Award. The Sour Scale has existed forever... Um, it started with two apples, both green. <laughs> <laughs> some may say, some may say the same, the same. Apple, and, but. Yeah, some may say, but different flavors. And it has launched into every other scale on the face of the earth. We have turned everything into a scale. If you were grading this this podcast on a scale of podcasts, we'd be five star on the iTunes scale. On the iTunes scale. And so, with that, let me present the. Next, or let me announce the next presenter, and that is Chris. Hi, Chris here. Man, hasn't it been a crazy year full of segments? If only we could award something for best segment. (gasps) What's that? A Han Solo specifically for best segment of the year? Man, what would the nominees be? Well, I'm glad you asked me, because the nominees for best segment of the year are While We Traverse, uh, The Countdown with Tud, and That's the me. gong, and the gong guy, who I think I, I think it's been a while. It's been a while since he's been on the show, but uh, uh, the winner is. <laughs> oh no, he's making a comeback. <laughs> he wants he wants revenge. The winner is while. <laughs> You're just gonna keep playing the gong so you can't announce the winner while we traverse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's, Somebody he's, has thoughts about that. That, that one, that one was I. I could tell it was like a he was disappointed, but also like pretty uh, impressed by how good while we traverse was. So mm-hmm. uh, it was like a gong of defeat. A gong, yeah, it was like yeah, a gong of defeat. Um, but yeah, no. It seems as though we're gonna have to bring back while we traverse uh, in some way, shape, or form. Everybody loved it. I mean, fan favorite. It yeah. It, it ran the it ran the tables. Ran the tables. While we traverse the segment where we learned that in Georgia you can't sell beer in the window of a gas station, <laughs> where we learned some states have just ridiculous laws about where and when alcohol can be sold. Uh, it was a really fun. It was a fun tour around this country. It was very difficult getting to Hawaii. 
in that beautiful Chevy Traverse <laughs> with, with seating for how many, Chris? Uh, wow. Uh, depends if you have the bucket seats like me in the back because, you know, primo. Um, you can fit up to seven comfortably. That's two car seats, two, two adults and a full bench back seat. Come on now. How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that in any other car? It's crazy. Um, and still keep above 20 MPG. I, wow. Actually, I, Tell think, me I, more. Think it's, I think it's 18. <laughs> still near 20. Near 20. If near round, 20. Like, if you round up, you round up to... If you round up to the nearest 20, it's 20, you know? like The Chevy Traverse featuring 20-ish highway MPG and 20-ish city MPG. <laughs> uh, so spacious. So spacious. I will say, as a family of four who always has to bring their kids everywhere, as well as everything kids needs, we have plenty of room. Drove all the way to Connecticut and back. It's crazy. And, you know, we have we have many more Han Solos to hand out. And uh, next is a very, very special award um, that goes out to just truly the worst people on the face of the planet every year. P- people, right. places, things, doesn't nouns, nouns of all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> every noun imaginable is every, eligible for this. Award. Every noun imaginable is 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 uh, eligible. Um, but we have a very special presenter. So here to present the Blevin Lifetime Achievement Award is Blevin. So Blevin, take it away. Blevin, take it away. Hi, everyone. This is Blevin, voted Mr. Oscar fan favorite co-host. And I was Venmoed $50 to present the Blevin Lifetime Achievement Award. And the nominees are Blevin, COVID-19, and the NFL CBA. I'm going to open up this envelope here to see who the winner is. It looks like it's the NFL CBA. Congrats. Boy, am I glad that he's gone. I know. It it really it really took the podcast down. It really did. Yeah. If you're yeah. still here, if you're still here after hearing that um Thank you for sticking around. Clearly, you fast-forwarded, or I don't know, maybe... <laughs> it's you... why we always have one, one mile of the 35 miles is black carpet. That's just... <laughs> that's the Blevin, the Blevin section. The Blevin section. We just try and get past it as fast as we can. Exactly. Yeah, we, we sprint yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's no surprise the NFL CBA takes home the Blevin Lifetime Achievement Award. It was just terrible yes. all year. Fuck the CBA. Fuck the CBA. We can all say that. <laughs> um so it's uh yeah i'm okay on to greener pastures am i right or am i right can only go up from here could only be more right so up next is the award for the best sound effect presented by me tud master of the soundboard if you would like to get that guy the sound effect guy if you would like sound effects for your podcast feel free to reach out to me at (laughs) tud.org What? <laughs> Don't go to Tud.Tud. We weren't able to secure that one. Yes. <laughs> at Tud. Uh, <laughs> Just send an email at Tud.org. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never seen the email address start with the, the at symbol, but this one does. This one does. It's the magic of Tud.org. And the nominees are the Jaws sound. Shout out to our boy, Steven. The honk. Honk, 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 honk. And Careless Whisper Sax Music. And the winner is...
the honk. Honk, 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 honk. Here to accept honk, the honk, honk. Here to accept the award is the honk itself. Honk, take it away. Honk, 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 It's time to rip that honk right off the stage. Yeah, the the warp the wrap up music. The cane with the hook has come out. <laughs> oh, beautiful sentiment, though, really. Yeah. Uh, so next, we have another special guest presenter. Um, the lovely L from at Sip on What on Instagram has uh, come to hand out our next award. So, L, go ahead and take it away. Hey, guys. L here from Sip on What on Instagram. I have the Mr. Oscar or Senor Oscar. Best drop in way. Mug of wisdom. <laughs> I like beer, and it's beer thirty, and I'm thirsty. And the winner is the mug of wisdom. Thank you, L, for presenting the category, and thank you, Jordan, for that drop. And to accept the award, we have Jordan here. He stuck around from earlier, so Jordan, take it away with the acceptance speech. Thank you, thank you, thank you everyone for all the accolades. I can't believe I won. This just goes to show you that anyone can win. If even a white heterosexual male from middle class America could make it, I mean, why couldn't anyone make it? I would like to thank, first off, Warner Brothers Media for allowing instrumental versions of their copyrighted music on the internet so I was able to make this song. I'd also like to thank the Drinking Alone with Friends crew, because without you, I would have just been making this song for imaginary friends, and that would have been crazy. And also, finally, I'd like to thank Pete, and apologize to Pete, because I stole his gong gimmick. But don't worry, Pete's doing okay. You can find him down at your local P.F. Chang's playing the gong every 15 minutes, so he's, he's living the dream right now. So that all worked out in the end. But thank you, everyone, for voting for me to win the best drop for Mug of Wisdom. And hey, go check out wreckmypodcast.com and check out Wreck My Podcast and do stuff like that. Okay, thanks, bye. Thank you so much, Jordan, for joining us and giving us your speech. We appreciate the Mug of Wisdom every single week here on this podcast. I will say, when I uh, when I told some friends about the podcast and they listened, they're like, and they, they like, messaged me as they were listening and they were like man the mug of wisdom sound like sound drop is like it bops and it's like yeah it's pretty awesome <laughs> yeah ignore the three co-hosts but uh the the mb3 we put in yeah. that somebody else made is the best part of the best show part of the show <laughs> dead out of dead so we're down to the very end to of the, the award ceremony the big boys the big boys some might say uh chris's <laughs> son might say that See, Chris Jr. might might say we're at the Big Boys Awards. Because um, we only have two left, Best Beer and Best Brewery. But uh, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. We've reviewed like 150-ish beers over the last year. And these three made it to the very end as the best of the best. We have four nominees. The Rusty Nail by Fremont Brewing. The Barrel-Aged Defensive Pancake by Divine Barrel Brewing Company. And Disintegration 2 by Root and Branch Brewing. Now, after a much contentious voting period, 
we have our winner here. Open the envelope. It is the Rusty Nail by Fremont. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I have one of those in my house. I gave a 475, and I wish I gave a 5. I'm very much looking forward to the 2021 release. If I'm able to snag one for each of you, I will. This is, I think, a 100-point beer on Beer Advocate. Oh, wow. So, so much admiration for this one. Um, my favorite beer of 2020. I hope you guys enjoy yours when you get a chance to try it. But I think this is very well earned. Not, not to... Um, not to speak any less of the other nominees, I think that we've all learned that Divine Barrel makes an amazing beer. And uh, very, very late entry, uh, Disintegration 2, but Tud's best beer he's had in a long time from Root and Branch. So, you know, some excellent, excellent nominees for this category, for sure. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm really excited to try the one I have. It's it's sitting behind me. I, I've almost put it in the fridge a number of times, but I don't know. It's one of those beers where I'm like, I don't know what the right occasion is. Like, do I just do I just like, hey, I have it one day, just like hanging out on stream or whatever, or do I have it on the pregame? Who knows? Like, who knows? Like, it it has to almost be an event. I feel like that's how I. Right? That's why I, I have not drink it. There's two acceptable answers. Three, I'll say. One is your birthday. That's fine. Turning 99 is, is a good answer. But I was going to say, wedding wedding anniversary, you cook up that nice filet mignon steak. Maybe do a little surf and turf with some lobster tail, some shrimp. Serve this like 38 degrees. Pour some for you and your respective wives. No, no, I don't, I don't want to share this beer. The other answer is like check-in <laughs> X thousand. Like uh, however many, yeah. the next thousandth beer you don't want to share with your wives. Uh, you're like... Had just drank four beers that day to get from thirty nine sixty six to thirty nine ninety nine, and you're ready to, to check in four thousand. Uh, this would be a great one to check in. So I don't know, you guys, you guys check it in, but please, please bring it to the show when you do, because I want to hear your thoughts. You don't have to bring it, not bring it to the show, but bring your thoughts to the show. I, well, I, all of those are good ideas. Uh, I, I'm, I'm afraid that it's going to be so good. That it's also going to win best beer at Mr. Oscar 2022. If one of us well, have it on the podcast, it is possible. <laughs> it's possible for it to go back to back, but uh, I'm excited from everything I've heard about it. So, and I can't wait to try 2021 and do it in a Ooh, in a vertical mix them. Oh, there you go. Uh, June, it's coming out. It better be. It came out June last June. I'm going to buy another I, another couple. So I will collect my bottle in July. All right, um, but it's the last nominee of the night. We're uh, we see they're rolling up the red carpet now. It's like the diameter of the valets are getting all the cars warmed up. It is uh, time for best brewery. Again, fierce competition here for the last category. We have Drecker Brewing, Resident Culture, and Abomination. And uh, we, we said this in the nomination show, but we had all three of us had each of, had beers from each of these breweries. So this is a very impartial voting. And after much deliberation... The winner is Damn it, Pete. It's always gotta get the last one. <laughs> Drecker. Drecker nice. Brewery. Um, they they came in strong with their IPAs. They they finished with their sours, their brain sours. There was a lot of fan favorites. Drecker's one that you can 
fine in Fargo, but they distribute a lot through Beer Drop and other places. Um, look out for Drecker near you. I love it. The co-hosts love it. What do you guys think about this turn of events? I mean, three awesome breweries, obviously. Like I love. Don't get me wrong. I no- I loved and nominated Resident Culture, and I voted for Drecker. Like that just says. <laughs> That says that says a lot because um, Dana and I not that long ago we were doing like a group hangout in Discord and like I popped open some of those sours and Dana's finally coming onto the sour train right now so she's like turning herself around and uh, those those brains sours oh my god I thought I, I it was it was one of the best sours I, I think I gave it a four and a half four seven five on Untapped like I it, they were so so good. Um, and like abominations, amazing too. Like I like drinking that best, stuff up in Connecticut. Like goodness, one of the best IPAs I had in 2020, the Wandering into the Fog from Abomination. It, it is incredible. Yeah. It is so good. Um, it was a close vote too. The, you know, that's a, that's the best part is that Abomination came in a very close second um, as far as Instagram voting and Discord voting goes. So right. they are getting the recognition they do deserve as well. Um, but yeah, there's. There was no easy choice in that one. Um, there's no wrong choice in no, that, no wrong that category either. Yeah. If, if you had a beer from all three of them, you would be one happy camper. Yeah. I mean, I will say, sure. like, you know, I, I talked about Res- uh, Drecker. Their sours won me over. But you go to Resident Culture, their IPAs are top-notch. They're out of this world. They're so good. Their sours also really, really, really good. Maybe I have to revote. But anyways, uh, <laughs> like, it's, it, it's it, I don't know, it's such a tough category. We had the same dilemma last year, I think, where we had, like, three ridiculously amazing breweries, and just like, oh, you... This is always, always one of our most contentious, but in a good way, categories. This is one where we, we just love to highlight the best breweries we've had in the last year. Right. And uh, I love, I love, we're in the best brewing age ever. This is the best time to be a brewer, the best time to drink craft beer in the world. And uh, we're just happy to bring these on the podcast. We're lucky that we get to talk about these amazing world-class breweries. Some of the best beers ever brewed. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, just, I, I just popped open the spreadsheet from last year and like, Burial, Other Half, and Southern Grist. Like, we are just in the Those age. Those aren't bad either. <laughs> yeah, we're just in no. the age of amazing, <laughs> amazing breweries. It's crazy. Um, but, you know, Drecker, congratulations. You're Han Solo. Um, you can come pick it's in the it mail. up. You can come. Nope. You can, you, nope. You have to come pick it up. We can't pay. Yeah, we, 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 don't, oh, we can't afford that, that shipping cost. Yeah. We, you have to come get it in Florida. It's fine. It'll be waiting you for know, you. It's at you know, Raymond we, James Stadium. Um, if we get this offensive line to carry it up there and we go with them, we can also go visit Drecker and get more beer. And they can, the offensive oh, line can yeah. carry it back for us. Yes. Yes. I, we're on to something, finally. But, man, Mr. Oscars 2021. It's Or Mr. I'm sorry. Blasphemous. Mr. Oscar 2021 in the books. Uh, unbelievable. Enjoy. If you if you won a Han Solo, congratulations. If you didn't, come back next year. We, we'll 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 do it all again. Yeah, it's our favorite our favorite time of the year. Um, but we really got to move on. We're we're gonna go through our frosty mug real quick. Um, Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom. Drink. Mug of wisdom. 
finish Chef Bravado. Thank you, Jordan. As always, wreck my podcast. Also presenter um, and winner at and Mr. Winner. Oscar. winner for that exact Mr. drop, Mr. Oscar. All that stuff. Uh, M O T P. Christopher, take it away. Who's going first? You know what? I don't do this very often, but I am going to go first because I have a handle this week. <laughs> so I know we are a big fan of snacking. I know we've talked about snacks before on the podcast. I have a, I have a, 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 a new snack that we, we, we stumbled upon. I think it was on a TikTok or something. Dana found them. Um, and they're, uh, they're available at your local Aldi. And I'm telling you what, y'all, they are fire. So uh, there's an Aldi brand. Uh, I think it's Chocure or Chaucer, something like that. C-H-O-C-E-U-R. Um, and they're just mini peanut butter cups. So like a Reese's mini peanut butter cups. Um, however, they, co- they come in a bag. They're not wrapped. And let me just say, these things are delicious. Um, I prefer them to the Reese's mini, mini peanut butter cups. One, 10 times out of 10, which is saying something because I love Reese's. Uh, and the, the peanut butter, like the peanut butter to chocolate ratio is like fire. And um, the peanut butter is like more of like it's it's more like creamy than uh, a Reese's. So hmm. um, I I love them. Uh, we, when she goes and she gets a bag, uh, they're gone in like a day or whatever because we just you can't stop eating them. CJ loves them, so it's for, uh, for the whole family. Um, so so when you say ten out of ten, that's like how many you eat in one handful? Yes. <laughs> They, okay. Ten out of ten make it into my mouth. Um, okay, <laughs> they're mini, so I must. I'm. I'm probably gonna love them too, given yeah. that I love mini snacks. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If you if you're the kind of person that thinks, oh man, a muffin is way too cumbersome or whatever, then like, <laughs> this is perfect for you. Uh, <laughs> you're speaking my language. Uh, no, but they are really, really good. Um, I highly suggest uh, checking them out. Uh, you can buy. I I don't even know how much the bags are, but um, I think we bought five bags last time. She <laughs> went shopping. They're good. Holy and, shit! And uh, <laughs> and pro tip, especially if you live in the south like me. Throw them bad boys in the fridge, okay? Keep them in the fridge so they stay nice and cold and, you know, they don't, no chance of melting, any of that. So check them out. Uh, the Aldi brand peanut butter cups, they are solid. Very good. Chalkier. 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 So there you go. They're really, really good. Chalkier. I'm going to hand it, I'm going to hand it off this week to Obert. Obert can go next. Thank you, Chris. I got to say, I guarantee that handle will not be on the worst handle of the year, 2022. I'm telling you, and Mr. Handles 2021, up, let's go. I'm following up with a handle that I also will be guaranteed won't be worst handle of the year. It's an iPhone app. It's a game. It meets all my re- re- requirements for good iPhone games, which means no ads, no microtransactions, nothing that's going to cause me to wait five minutes to play the game. I can just keep playing all day. Very important. It's called it's called Golf on Mars. And it's like a 2D side-scrolling golf game where you just like 
touch and drag your finger and uh, shoots a little golf ball on a little Martian golf course. It's all the, the, the sand is rust colored and you have to get it in the, the hole. The thing I like about this game is it's not like how well can you do in 18 holes? It's just a never ending golf course. It's like the whole planet Mars is one golf course. I'm currently on hole 2322 and my cumulative score score is 6,711 strokes. So it's not like the kind of thing where you care too much about what your score is. Um, <laughs> but it's just a, like a really simple, fun game to play when you're trying to kill some time. Um, I love it. Golf on Mars is like two bucks. So yeah, that's it. Sweet. Chris got it. What is it on Android? Uh, two, two, it cost? Two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. Th- three bucks. Three it bucks. Also co- it also costs two ninety nine on Apple. Well worth every penny that I paid for it. Less than a cent a hole at this point I'm on. So, um, yeah, golf on Mars. Have fun. Todd, take it away. Yeah, so my handle this week is um, a new item that I just bought last week off of Amazon. Um, it's it's really helped me with uh, hiking. So I'm training to go out to visit Obert in the summer. And this has been something that has been very helpful to me the, the times I've used it. And that is a, a set of hiking poles. Um, really helpful for climbing up really steep hills. I highly recommend it. Uh, the way I described it, I believe in a text message to Chris and Obert was that it's, it's like cheating for hiking because it makes hiking up steep hills significantly easier than it used to be because you can use either one pole or two poles. I prefer the one pole method to help hoist yourself up off on steep cliffs. Yeah. I have been tempted to make this a handle before, um, there's a lot of different brands out there. What which what did you end up with, Todd? I bought honestly the cheapest one I could buy. Um, works just great, fantastic. You know, they're they're adjustable to my height, so I like it to where my elbow is not at full ninety degrees. I like it to be a little bit more bent to help me give a little bit more leverage as I'm climbing up. So they are definitely tall enough for me, as you know, and almost probably with shoes on, a six foot tall person. Yeah, I think a lot of times when you're hiking. Your legs are doing all the work. Your upper body's doing nothing. I've always thought of hiking poles as a way to kind of even that load out. Let your legs do a little bit less of the work. Let your arms take some of the load to kind of even it out a little ways. And um, it helps me reduce my swelling in my hands that I have when I'm hiking. It, it kind of gives your cardiovascular system a little bit more um, more circulation. And I'm a huge fan. I think Tud's not alone recommending this handle. I could go on all day. And the the uh, the the one I bought was called the Fit Life. So it, what it what makes this one unique is it comes with interchangeable tips for different types of terrain. So you know you can adjust to what you're going to be climbing up. I personally use the one that looks like a boot as my the base of mine, but there are other tips as well that you could use if that did not fit your your hiking style, I guess. Very nice. And so with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Um, first of all, thank you for listening to Mr. Oscar's 2021 edition. Uh, thank you to everybody who presented today. Um, you know, Jenna, Kiwi, L, Jordan. I think Crystal. that's Crystal. Crystal, Tud Cleo. And I think that's about it. Uh, you know, thanks to us. us thanks to us, us three. Um, You're welcome. And, you know, as always, we're going to thank the brewers that provided today's beers. I will thank Omnipolo for their... I gotta take a breath before I say this. Blueberry, blackberry, raspberry, strawberry, maple, pancake, glassy goes. I would like to thank Deschutes Brewing uh, for the Black Butte 32. And thank you, Obert, for sending it. 
And I want to thank Bombastic Brewing for the murder on Drury Lane. Please make sure you go over to all social media and follow us at DAWF Podcast. Um, also, make sure you head over to Discord and follow us there. Um, if you are a follower on Discord, that's where you're going to get a chance to vote on next year's Mr. Oscars 2022 edition. Also, make sure you head over to Patreon and subscribe for as little as 25 cents a week. Kind of deals that, folks. You know, helps our drinking habits, helps, helps you guys get extra content from us. Helps you get a vote in Mr. Oscar 2022 next year. That counts as an equal vote to the three co-hosts. Um, also, please make sure that you go follow Wreck My Podcast by Jordan. Um, that can be found on every podcast app as well. Thank you, Jordan, for presenting. Please make sure you go follow at The Brew Locker and at Sip on What as well. And at Kiwi Kadota. Thank you again for uh, everybody listening to Mr. Oscars 2021 edition. And congratulations to all the winners. And finally, fuck Blevin. With that, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. We've got to get those buccaneers rolling up this red carpet. We have a, we got a lot of clean up to do. <laughs> miles and miles of rolling to do. That is true. Yeah. Yep, always. Got to get there. But before we put the red carpet away entirely, Blevin did send over this other Blevin Achievement Award. He really was adamant he needed to present. You know, I told him he couldn't do it on the, the main show, but maybe for our dedicated listeners, we can put it here. Uh, Blevin, what, uh, what do you got for us? Hi, everyone. This is Blevin, voted Mr. Oscar fan favorite co-host. I'm here to present the Blevin Lifetime Achievement Award. And the nominees are Obert, Chris, and Tud. And uh, open up this envelope here to see who the winner was. And wow, this is this has never happened before. I, th- I think this is a, a podcast first, but it looks like all three of you got a thousand points. So it looks like all three of you win the 11 Lifetime Achievement Award. Congratulations, guys.